Hello and welcome everyone to my drunk and most likely unhinged review of Impact Slammiversary 2021. So first and foremost, super excited that Impact was able to have fans again in attendance. Obviously the crowd looked a little bit smaller than what they usually are, but I'm just super pumped for them in general that they were able to do that, especially for them just being like just so close throughout the pandemic. So again, super excited for them. Again, let's go through the card. So I did not miss the pre-show because I am a human being and I have to fucking go to work and havoc and rosemary one which again i haven't been keeping up on impact as much as i would like to or as much as i have so i had no idea that they were paired again i thought havoc was still howling around with nevea so all of this was just like is apparently brand fucking new to me so i mean congrats to them as long as kira doesn't have a belt i'm always game for that but regardless, so no one was surprised Chelsea Green was going to show up. Not me, not your mom, not the crackhead down the street. No one was surprised by that. I was surprised that she looked a little bit less mediocre that she usually does. So um, I don't know. She's just been in the ring more since she's not, obviously since she's not, busy pitching any gimmick that comes to her while she's on a toilet shitting she probably has a lot of more time to you know wrestle and train so you know good for her the match was really short I felt like it should have been a lot longer than what it was but again it was more so of a filler for the evening but I mean it did what it was supposed to do Speaking of someone who changes all the time, um, Big Cass and, or W. Morrissey, that makes no sense to me. Is that, what is his, does anyone know his real name? I don't. I obviously could look it up while I'm doing this, but I'm too lazy to, and I can't record and pour wine at the same time, so I'm, you're just gonna have to deal with it. But again, I mean, as, Honestly, most of the card for Slammiversary, if you want to be really real, like really, really real about it, was nothing. Mostly filler matches before the Deanna match and the Kenny Omega and Callahan. Majority of it was um, filler matches, if you, we want to be completely honest, honest. But honestly, still pretty entertaining. Moose... And Chris Saban, um, if you listen to us, you know it's fuck moose all day, every day, 24-7, 365. So I was happy that Chris Saban won because he is a go or a future go. And he won as he should because, you know, fuck moose. Did I even care about anything else? Oh, the X Division match. Um, shout out to Trey Miguel, Spider Trey. Love that for him. Love that he got that chant. Um, love that he's from Toledo because you know, shout out Toledo, Ohio. Everyone gives us so much shit for living in t- Toledo, but honestly, like, you can have like a really good house and 
have a good job and the cost of living is super cheap and have money and time to go on vacation so i mean fuck everybody else um but besides that little rant the match was good um josh alexander retained as i mean i'm not really shocked by him retaining it was you know was i i can't picture him dropping it to anybody or excuse me anybody else anytime soon so again it was just a typical x division match it was high intensity banger again hit across the boards um smart idea for them to have it as a first match because i feel like if they had any of these other matches besides the women's championship and obviously um the impact heavyweight championship it just it wouldn't hit right so shout out to them for great booking i mean now impact wasn't really the greatest at booking but i mean we all know that sips wine instead of tea anyways um what else did i like about it um i know we were kind of well she did come out eventually but we were all expecting Mickey James. I know a few people were thinking Ruby Rose, but I can't imagine Mark Carano fucking up on two contracts. But who knows? He might have. So I figured her 90 days wasn't up yet or whatever the clause is, so she wouldn't be. But I was super excited to see Thunder Rosa. Shout out to her. Um, she. I mean, the match was good. Obviously, we know the match was going to be good. I also don't think we talk enough about how fantastic of a technical wrestler Deanna Perrazzo really is. She is memorizing to watch, literally. And I know we all like to, and I'm one of them, love to talk about how like the Pete Dunns and et cetera, et cetera, are fantastic technical wrestlers. But Deanna really needs to be in that conversation as well. Because she just is top tier, and I'm, and this is just across the board always. Um, Thunder Rosa, I was shocked that she kind of lost, sort of, but kind of not really. If that makes sense, probably doesn't make sense, but it's whatever. But my girl Mickey James came out, and I was halfway down my bottle of wine, so I profusely started crying because. I love Mickey James, and I don't think she gets or got the flowers that are just due to her for how much she has truly done for women's wrestling, especially for women's wrestling to be taken as seriously as it is today. So I will always, and this podcast in general will always be pro Mickey James, but she came out after Deanna won, was like, hey, bitch, you know. I have the show coming up. Do you want to be in it? And Deanna was like, no, sis, I'm not here for it. And, you know, they kind of like fought a little bit. So, you know, hopefully, you know, if Deanna gets dethroned, um, I think Mickey would be the right choice. I don't know. I just love Mickey James. Like, I loved her. She looks so good. And regardless of Nick Aldis being, I don't know, is it like he's about to hit or he has hit a thousand days as NWA champion? No offense to him and his career. He is an amazing wrestler, but... First and foremost, he, and will always be, first and foremost, Mickey James' husband. And that's on Point Blake and motherfucking period. 
So, to the grand fucking finale. Don Callis literally has the worst fucking music. I felt like I was at... A cross between a very uppity graduation ceremony and a funeral. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but that just makes sense to me. But it's just, it just, it just fucking sucks. And those gross porn star sunglasses and that cheap ass open necks is just, oh, God, makes me want to fucking vomit. Um, but besides Don Callis being trash and gross um, and also Kenny Omega being trash, the Matt and him and Sally, Sammy Callahan, I was like, if, you know, Trey can't bring it home to Ohio, maybe Sammy can, but obviously was in the cards. The match was a lot better than I honestly thought it was going to be. I wasn't really expecting much, but it's, uh, but like the brutality of it, which is also in like on par for anything from Sammy Callahan, but just in general, and they were just really into it. And again, it went on far longer than I thought it was. And it was far more interesting than I thought it would be. And the V trigger ending was Amazing. Regardless of the shit that I talk about, Kenny Omega, I love V-Triggers, one of the best modern wrestling finishing moves, in my opinion. And I don't know, you argue with your grandma about it, I don't give a fuck, but it is utterly amazing. But most importantly, my boy, my boy Jay White, popped up and just like kind of stood there so the one thing that kind of made me mad about this ending and i will add impact for this so like i paid 40 fucking dollars for this and you're just gonna have this weird abrupt ending and like somebody was running out or someone else and then you're just gonna do this like thanks for watching like what is this i paid 40 dollars so I'm not going to watch impact next week to be completely honest because you come on a weird day and I work a lot so I would have liked to, especially since it's Slammiversary, like, just, like, show who it was. Like, damn, like, y'all doing too fucking much. Also, apparently y'all didn't have merch out earlier, but now you have merch out. So I'm trying to have someone get me a um, t-shirt. Shout out to Terry and um, We Love Wrestling. But that's just besides the point. I'm just hoping Jay White takes takes it from, I don't, honestly, at this point, I don't give a fuck who takes it off of Kenny someone needs to because it's just it's weird and like it was weird at first but it's just more weird now like he i'm sick of kenny literally having the infinity glove of pro wrestling heavyweight championships it's, it's just dumb now there's no point it, it well it made its point then it's just dumb just like just start like get rid of them like, stop. Especially Triple A. Like, when's the last time he's fucking been there? Exactly. Alright, well, that is my, um, drunk and probably almost useless. No, I actually think this is very informative. Honestly, you should watch, um, Slammiversary. If you haven't, um, you can watch it on Fight TV, like I do, and I watch most of my pay-per-views that are non, um, Vince's company, um, Fight TV is amazing, um, if, you know, you're broke, I'm pretty sure you could go on, like, some, some streaming bullshit online and 
figure that out. I mean, but obviously we want our wrestlers to get support to get support. So, I mean, if you don't want to like pirate it, maybe do like that code thing maybe and you can, I don't know, get a stream. But besides that, you know, have a good night. Fuck off.